Hey everyone, it's Jeff from Honor Combat and Survival Magazine, and this week we have a new instructor in our network that I'm really excited to introduce you to. I'm talking about Jason Hansen, who used to be a CIA field agent, and trust me, he has a lot of great information to share with us, coming from real-world experience. In fact, he's going to be our featured trainer this month, and we'll be spending some time with our New World Patriot Alliance members this week, covering some in-depth training on how to use tactics that he's used on assignment to avoid being detected and targeted by those who would see you as easy prey, like during times of crisis or if you're in unfamiliar areas such as traveling overseas or other urban areas on your travels. Now, there's a lot of application for this type of training, and to give you a sneak peek at the type of instruction that you can expect this month, here's a quick check-in that I did with Jason on this topic that holds some key information that you can use right away. Check this out. bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. I don't have to tell you that times have changed. Those of us who consider ourselves patriotic and self-reliant, in the eyes of the government, the intelligence agencies, and even our media brainwashed neighbors, we're often labeled as gun nuts, extremists, and for some of us, doomsday preppers. Now, thanks to the alleged counter-terrorist initiatives of the government and the See Something, Say Something program, news stories abound of neighbors turning in neighbors who they suspect may fit into the label of lone wolf domestic terrorists, a potential threat to society, an enemy of the state, basically people who simply consider themselves self-reliant and self-protection is a way of life. People like you and me. And during no time will this division be more evident than during any sort of a nationwide state of emergency, like a grid down blackout, economic collapse, or even during times of civil unrest, like organized national protests that get out of control. It's during these times that you and me are most vulnerable to labeling, targeting, and a potential knock on the door by a group of men in black suits and armored vests. This may sound like fantasy to some of you, but it's already happened multiple times in our current police state. And it's guaranteed to happen again as we continue to see things heat up outside our window. These new threats require us all to think smarter about how we portray ourselves to the outside world, to live a life of extreme preparedness for the threats we face, but under the radar to avoid negligent targeting by those who don't understand our way of life and commitment to protecting those we love. For us, it's time to go gray to blend in with our society and our surroundings and walk among our fellow citizens without even an inkling of the skills and the supplies that we possess. Now, coming up this week in our New World Patriot Alliance Inner Circle, we're going to be diving deep into exactly how you can easily accomplish this without having to assume a new identity or live in an underground bunker. And to get things all prepped up for it, today we're going to look at some common mistakes you might be making right now and how to fix them. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. 
With us today is someone whose unique skill set and background seems custom designed for today's topic. Please welcome Jason Hansen to the program. Jason, I, I know you're a busy man, so thanks for taking some time out for us today. Hey, my pleasure. Good to be here. Awesome to get you on here finally and, uh, and get you introduced out to our crowd out there. Now, listen, everybody, I'm sure you may have already heard of Jason, either from television or his best-selling book. A former police officer, Jason later set his sights toward the Central Intelligence Agency, spending nearly a decade in the CIA, earning two exceptional performance awards and distinguishing himself among the other CIA ops personnel. Leaving the CIA to start a family, Jason continued his research and work using the CIA skills he developed to adapt them for civilian use so that citizens could be better prepared for everything from protecting yourself and those you love from a violent criminal attack to surviving during times of civil unrest and martial law. He's been featured on television Shark Tank, where he won a deal for bringing his skills and spy gear to a wider market. And his book, Spy Secrets That Can Save Your Life, is a bestseller that should be in everyone's library to help you master escape and evasion tactics for worst-case scenarios. But today, it's Jason's skills for avoiding detection that we're after. Because, let's face it, a CIA guy's, a CIA guy's job isn't to go around looking like Jason Bourne and drawing attention. Your job is to not be spotted at a target and fly completely under the radar of everyone around you, even in the most highly populated areas of the world's hot zones. Now, you can learn more about Jason and his training on his website at www.spysurvivaltraining.com. Now, I'll, I'll just let everybody know that this month, Jason is our featured instructor, and he's going to be joining us later this week to reveal his best gray man secrets, as well as later on in the month to take questions from NWPA members. So to get things started for all of our listeners, what I want to do was I thought it'd be great to help people really do kind of a self-assessment based on common mistakes that you might be making today that you can fix right away. So, so Jason, let's go ahead and, and jump right in here. Whenever I think about how not to become prey... I tell people that what they should do is really kind of first look at themselves like a hunter would look at them. In other words, like start to look at yourself like a predator would look at you to see what factors might make you stand out as an easy target. Now, I know in your career, blending in is only part of the equation. And so with your training, you're also able to spot signs of people not being gray. So from your experience, what are kind of the biggest giveaways that you see most people make that really makes them stand out? And, and then what's, what's kind of a quick fix for these common mistakes? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a critical topic. And, you know, CIA officers who don't do this correctly end up dead. So I actually wrote down three things that I want to quickly cover today. And I'm going to start with number one, which is the easiest, and that is clothing. So all of us can easily blend in wherever we're going. These days, thanks to the Internet, if you're traveling overseas, you know how you should blend into that culture. And I'll give you a quick story of how the wrong clothing, uh, thankfully, kept me from getting kidnapped. So I was out one morning more early, and I saw these two gentlemen way off in the distance, meaning they're probably 100 yards out. They're coming towards me. And they were not dressed to cultural standards. They didn't look like they belonged. They, you know, just nothing added up. Well, when I was about 25 yards away from them, these gentlemen looked at each other, <coughs> excuse me, these gentlemen looked at each other, then looked at me, and then stepped to the side trying to force me to walk in between them on this road. Well, as soon as I saw that, I took off running. They took off chasing me, and when people are trying to kidnap me, I become very fast, so they did not catch me. But had these guys blended in, who knows what would have happened, but they clearly didn't pay attention to the culture. So whether you're bugging out 
in you know your local area or you're traveling overseas, you've got to pay attention because it is so easy to pick out someone when everybody is, else is dressed in you know some type of let's just say it's a military base camo gear and somebody's dressed in civilians. Well, the civilian stands out. Um, you know, somebody who's dressed in a suit on the beach, clearly is not a bathing suit, they stand out. So use common sense and wash your clothing. That's probably the first tip. It, that makes a lot of sense. And like you said, like in different environments, that's going to require different things. So especially if somebody is traveling, it's not just a matter of maybe like not wearing a suit overseas or whatever, because a suit in the environment that you're at when you're traveling could be the right the right clothing for where you're at right then. But I guess it's really about being observant and looking at how normal people, the people that are kind of blend in with everything, how they look. And and so it's not just a matter of what you can and can't take out of your own wardrobe, but making it match whatever else is around you. Exactly. You're 100% right. Is pay attention. It's the little details that matter and the little details that can get you killed. Yeah. Okay, what's number two? All right, number two is people don't live the legend. What that means is cover story. Legend and cover story, just the same exact uh, verbiage. So let's just say in the intelligence business, someone's going overseas. They don't go overseas and say, hey, I'm Jim Smith, a CIA officer. They may go overseas posing as a researcher, obviously posing in the State Department or whatever, but they live that legend, meaning they know the cover story back and forth. Uh, you know, for example, when you're going through airports overseas, there's something called secondary. It's a place where nobody wants to end up because it means for some reason you've been flagged, they take you to that other room, and then they sit and question you forever. So as they're questioning you, let's say you were a CIA officer, you obviously can't say that or you can end up in a foreign prison or worse, so you've got to live your legend. So if you're there as a computer scientist, you better answer every question. You better act the way you're supposed to act. Um, I'll give you a, a great example. It happened to a buddy of mine, ex-CIA. He got pulled into secondary, and they were grilling him pretty hard, and it would have been very bad with him or for him if he got caught. And you have to remember, living your legend means you're an innocent person pulled over or pulled into this, this cube area. So he says, as he's grilling them, or he's, excuse me, as they're grilling him, you know, he's about to wet his pants inside, but on the outside, he's acting like a normal person would. And he's saying, hey, are you guys going to reimburse me? I just missed my plane. You know, are you going to write me a ticket? You know, you have to give me this Delta airline. You know, this is, six, you know, he's going on and on because a normal human being who is innocent is going to get ticked off if they're pulled into secondary, whereas a spy is going to be sweating. And the last thing that are going to be on their mind is reimbursed for that ticket. So if you are in your own city and you're bugging out somewhere, Clearly, you don't want to have, you know, 10 guns hanging off you and this and that. If you're pretending to just be an average boring person, you've got to live whatever that legend is. You know, if you don't want people to know that you're a highly trained security person for some reason and you want them to think you're a, you know, an accountant or a marketing person, live that legend. Have pocket letter, litter. So pocket litter is what would a accountant, what would a marketing person have in their pocket? So if you've got to be stopped, you want to make sure that your legend passes scrutiny to the T. So something very easy to do with a little bit of practice, but most people, again, don't give it enough thought. And when I'm bugging out, you know, I don't want somebody to know that I've got all this gear on me. I may, again, I'm not going to be an accountant because you've got to know something you can actually lie about. You know, I, I do know a few marketing things because I'm hanging around people much smarter than me. So I can talk that talk, so that's what I may pretend to be. So whatever legend you choose, Make sure you can do it right. Make sure you can pass, you know, kind of the smell test. 
Can I can I add a little bit of a, a, a partial translation here for people too? Because Absolutely. I mean I'm think I'm thinking of like applications of a lot of this stuff, and I can actually I can think of quite a few, even personal stories that I've got and everything. But but one way that people can really look at this, especially when it comes to like how you're preparing, is you might have a neighbor that says something to you like you know sees you come in from work and is like hey hey you know I I you know I was thinking you know I had I saw this ad and I thought about you like I saw this um this thing for the survival food. Man, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about like stocking up on this stuff. Now, a lot of people who are into preparedness, it becomes kind of an ego thing, right? Like we all like to think that we're better off than everybody else or smarter than everybody else. And we probably are to a certain extent. But I mean, that's not your cue, which a lot of people would do to say like, well, yeah, I hope you're probably behind the curve already. I've already got a year's worth of food for all my family stocked away in, you know, in the shed. And, um, you know, that's really your opportunity, like you said, to kind of play like what would a normal person that's not prepared have to say, ah, oh, yeah, I, I, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. I don't even worry about all that stuff. Just kind of play it off because you want to you want to choose that legend of the unprepared person. You don't want to be the one who has everybody knocking on your door because your legend to the outside world was I'm a prepared person. I've got food. I've got ammo. I've got this. I've got that. You want to be, you want to choose the legend of somebody who is under the radar, who isn't the one that you go, you, people will avoid knocking on your door because ah, it's not worth it. He's, he's even worse off than I am. Make sense? Uh, you put it perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three is you have to know your area. Uh, a good buddy of mine, also another CIA officer, he loves to say casing is supreme. So when you're in the intelligence business and you're going somewhere, you case an area, meaning you know where every one-way street is, where every dead end is, where every restaurant is. You go into the restaurants and make friends with people. You know everything about that area because you walk every street. And the best way to learn an area is boots on the ground. You start walking around and get out of your vehicle. So if you're pretending to live a legend and you're pretending to be someone, if you don't know the area and you end up you know, walking to a dead end, and somebody's following you, that raises a red flag. Like, hey, I thought Joe Smith lived here. Shouldn't he know this is a dead end? Also, in an evacuation situation, casing is supreme because you know where to go, you know where the choke points are, where all the bottlenecks are. So this is obviously important going overseas, but even in your own town, so many people have lived in the same place for 20 years and have no idea where the closest creek or river so that you get water filter. They have no idea where to go for medicine or this or that. So casing is supreme, and most people just don't do it. And if you don't do it, it's going to be obvious if you're trying to live a legend. Plus, it'll get you killed because you know, won't know exactly where to go when you're bugging out. Man, that, that's that's a killer idea because I think, like, what if something happens? I think about like, what if something happens? Like, you're at work. Like, say you work at an office building, and something happens, and it's not like you can get to your car. Like, if if there's complete pandemonium outside, like, I wonder how many people really even know. Like if they were, if they were, they got out of the building, like where would you go or where would you go that would be a dead end that would trap you there? Like I bet a lot of people would just basically drive to work, get out of the car, get in the elevator, go to, you know, whatever your job is. And that, that's the only path that you know around your building. But what if you had to escape and evade in an area that might even be familiar to you, but you don't know where the potential choke points are and everything, if you had to escape on foot or vehicle or whatever, something different than what you're used to. That's a that's a great way to spend lunch hour or lunch half hour is just kind of 
I guess, exploring different avenues around different places that you normally go to or might be trapped in, but maybe don't aren't familiar with all the little back, you know, the, the secret back paths and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I now live in southern Utah. I moved here about four years ago. I was born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area. And when I moved here, I just started driving everywhere, exploring everywhere, getting out on foot. And, you know, I found all these great little places in emergency. And, you know, one of them was this back road that I showed somebody who lived here forever. And they're like, oh, I had no idea this road was here. Hmm. And most people have that response. So just take a few times, drive around your area, get out on foot, and you'll be amazed at the things you've never seen before. Yeah. Totally. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great tip. And that's a kind of a little homework assignment for everybody right now. Like think about the places where you normally spend your time that you might not have put boots on the ground to go and investigate and find places to hide, places to escape, places to evade, things like that. So uh, great little homework assignment. I wonder how many people will actually do it. So uh, listen, everybody, as you know, skills are one thing, but action is another and that's what's really going to help you master some of this stuff. Now, listen, we are going to be going a, doing a deep dive into this topic. We're giving some more secrets away later on this week when we talk with Jason in the New World Patriot Alliance. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're definitely going to get some really cool tips out of that. But for everybody else, listen, right now, go check out Jason's site and see more of the different training and the different spy gear that he has over there. It's a really cool site. He's got a lot of great articles and everything, too. All you have to do is go over to www www.spysurvivaltraining.com. Jason, thanks so much, man. I'm really looking forward to our deep dive and our Q&A this month. And uh, thanks for taking this time for us, bro. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. Awesome. All right, everybody, until our next Modern Combat Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.